Hello, this is Achim and welcome to a new video about Splinterlands. So, there will be soon land 1.5 uh, starting. Uh, soon, I don't really know exactly how soon, but uh, as it's usual in the blockchain world, uh, it takes sometimes longer than expected. But we know already a lot of things about this land expansion and we should slowly but surely get ready for it. So, I want to go through some things with you to actually see what we need to get ready. So, of course, first of all, if you want to get ready for land, you need land. So, <laughs> if you don't any, have any plots, surveyed plots or, 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 the, or, or unsurveyed plots, well, then this video is maybe not so interesting for you. But if you have some plots and you want to be sure that you have all the things necessary for uh, actually cultivating these plots, then this video might help you. Okay, so um, there is this uh, uh, checklist, uh, pre-flight checklist for land phase 1.5, where you can actually go through all the necessary things that you need. Um, what I would like to draw the attention to in this video is especially the requirements for cards. So, you will need some dark energy crystals. You need up to 10,000 dark energy crystals if you have a fully developed card. So, it means with 5 uh, cards per plot, you will need around 50,000 dark energy crystal max. So, I have 4 plots, so I'll need about 200,000 dark energy crystals. I have put them aside, I have even 300,000, so <laughs> there is some space for me to actually uh, uh, work with it. Okay, next thing is we need cards, because for each plot you will need up to five workers and these workers are actually very important because they determine the output that you manage with your plot. Uh, you will be able to use your plot to actually uh, uh, harvest grain or uh, mine SPS or survey so uh, these different uh, uh, let's say uh, outputs uh, depend on your choices and you are free to do them but what you should know is that you need in my opinion at least one plot that will be actually harvesting grain because all your workers will actually need grain to be able to do their job so and uh, since the transfer from uh, from one plot to another is actually not free I don't know exactly how much it will be taxed uh, you need uh, grain and that's what I'm going to do especially in the first uh, uh, let's say weeks of uh, the land expansion is I will harvest grain. So now the next thing that you need to do is to have a look at the type of land that you own because this really matters a lot uh, in respect to the cards that you choose to actually stake on your land. So here is uh, uh, the terrain preferences according to the splinter and you see the type of land and which card actually have a bonus and which card have a malus. So you should at all costs avoid the minus 50% splinters for actually staking it because they actually uh, will produce only at half their capacity. So 
we should avoid them. So I will actually uh, look for cards that are mainly uh, giving a plus or are neutral. Okay, so uh, of course uh, you maybe have different plots, you maybe have plots that have different uh, uh, characteristics, uh, so you might need for some plots this type of card and other plots that type of, uh, of card. I'm lucky because, uh, or well, I, I feel lucky because I have four plots and all four plots are hills. So this means that I should avoid uh, water splinter and dead splinter. Uh, ideally, uh, uh, life splinter and uh, dragon splinters are the cards that will give me the best output. So uh, now, I don't know how it is for you, but I actually have several accounts and I have cards on several accounts and uh, I had to kind of filter through my cards according to this uh, uh, different splinters and see which one have the most PP points. So what is the PP points? It's uh, These are points that are actually determined by uh, whether a card is common, rare, uh, uh, epic or legendary, the higher up it actually gets more PP points. When it's a gold card, it gets even more PP points. And if it's an older edition card, it gets even more points. So uh, it's quite tricky to actually calculate that all by yourself. Uh, so uh, I'm using actually peak monsters for that, and they are doing a great job in showing me uh, which cards are actually uh, the most useful. So uh, here let's go to my peak monster account and here I have all my cards in bulk. This is actually quite useful and when I go to bulk I can actually filter according to PP, production points. Okay, So you see that some uh, PP have uh, very little according to the BCX, I forgot to say about that. The more BCX you have in a card of course the more PP points you get. So as we saw before uh, I actually um, uh, want to uh, not to use uh, water and uh, uh, death, okay, because these two I uh, uh, have a minus 50%, so what I will do, I will actually filter according to splinter, so I will take fire, I will take earth, life, and dragon, and also neutral, I can also use neutral. And now I only need actually, uh, if you have cards delegated, if your cards sold, you can actually filter them out here. So I put the uh, for sale no, all rented no, uh, delegated no. So this should give me no only the cards that I, I have. And now I can actually filter according to PP. And you see here, these are the cards actually that are the most useful uh, for my uh, land. So here the gold dragon is an alpha card, maximized legendary with 15,000 PP points. So of course you see these are cards that I actually played uh, recently and uh, I'm not 100% sure whether I'm going to use them. So of course uh, when you actually uh, stake a card 
uh, on your land. Uh, this card will be locked for at least three days and it will take some time to unlock and while it is locked you can't use it uh, in the game. Also you can only use at the moment cards that you own. So a rented or delegated card don't work. So it's important that you own some cards and the more PP they have the better. So for example for me uh, I will actually try to select the cards that I don't play and that have the highest points possible. So for example uh, this is a card that I hardly ever play and so this might be a card I will use. Then the uh, Bila, the Radiant, I actually have, a, this is a gold for legendary, I have it uh, better developed, uh, not gold. Then the Earth Elemental is actually an alpha card that gets quite a lot of points that I also have uh, more developed in another version. So actually I will go from top to bottom and try to select um, five cards uh, at least per plot so I will need 20 cards in total so probably some of my cards won't have that many power points and I will uh, try I have uh, two common cards and two uh, rare car uh, plots sorry two common plots and two rare plots so I will put the best cards on my rare plots because uh, this will give me an additional bonus for the production uh, so like that I will try to figure out which are the best cards for my plots and of course if I have two cards that have actually both the same amount of PP I will take the one that is either white or dragon because this give me, gives me an additional 10% of PP. If you want to afterwards actually check out how much grain uh, you can uh, uh, harvest uh, Peak Monster gives you a tool that is pretty nice. So it's uh, here you could go to land calculation. So let's say I have a, a rare plot. It gives plus 10 condition. Actually, I have a magical one and it's uh, going to be, uh, what did I say, uh, hills. Uh, so I get a rarity bonus of 10, a condition bonus only on research. Uh, so I have no titles, totems or runi and then uh, I can actually uh, check out, okay, let's say I put my alpha legendary uh, that has like uh, max BCX, I don't remember exactly how much it was. Okay, let's go to check. It has 8 BCX. Oh, this is great. And it's a dragon, so in addition it gives me a 10% so this gives me 18,150 uh, PP or uh, so on research I would get 34,650 PP or 198 grain per hour which is actually uh, pretty awesome and you can enter here the different cards that you have the five workers and you get the total of PP and the total for research the total for grain and uh, so the percentage that you will encounter, uh, totem encounter, I don't know exactly what this is, but I think when you uh, when you search you might get some totems. Uh, anyways, this is a great tool to actually figure out how much you can expect, uh, how much different it makes to have a high PP per card or not. Uh, all the percentages that might be a bit uh, tricky to calculate by yourself. I really uh, suggest that you use Peak Monster to do that. Well, 
I hope I went through most of it. I think it's. Uh, I'm really excited about this. I got a bit bored for playing the game because uh, the bots were banned, but these helpers are still. Uh, they came back and they used again, and it's almost impossible to win again. So. Hopefully uh, this land uh, doesn't really need to uh, skills or cards to choose from so it will be only a kind of economical game and I like these games. <laughs> so I'm looking forward for that. I hopefully it's uh, it's going to be fun and uh, we will get some uh, nice amount of grain. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Hope to see you soon. Bye bye.